from the Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to today's episode. I've got a question for you and you've probably seen the title, what drives you? Why do you want to succeed? And that's what I want to know. I want to know what drives you and why do you want to succeed? What is, what are the, what is the reason behind why you really want to succeed? Why do you want to do so well in your sport? If you're an entrepreneur or a business person, why do you want to do so well in that? But we want to succeed for lots of reasons, don't we? So we want to be number one in our sport. I know I did. We want to be liked by others. We want to be respected by others. We want to be um, accepted by others. We want to be rich and wealthy, you know, have all the houses and the cars. We want to have that lifestyle. Right, traveling the world, playing the sport that we love. Who wouldn't want to do that? We want to succeed for our family, like our parents, or for our friends. But if we really think about it, why, why, why is it that we want to succeed? And I'm going to share with you what why I want to succeed and what drives me now, just so that you can have something to relate to and then we'll be looking at you. So for for me right now, this is different from when I was growing up, but for me right now, what drives me is my two nieces. I have two beautiful nieces, Evie, Evelyn, she's 11, and Lillian, she's seven. Love them dearly like they're my own kids. I'll do anything for them. And the reason that, that that why I do what I do is because I want to show them that if they believe in themselves and if they're comfortable with who they are, they can achieve anything that they want. And I want to show them that I'm mentally strong and I'm mentally tough so that they can be mentally strong and mentally tough. So that they can have someone to turn to when they're excited about stuff and share it. And if they're disappointed and upset about something, they've got someone that'll listen and be there for them, right? That's what drives that's what drives me to do what I do. And if I can show them how important it is to their absolute core that if they believe in themselves and they believe that they are deserving, they believe that they are worthy, they believe that they are good enough to do anything and everything that they want in their life, that they are 100% comfortable in their skin, then I've achieved my goal for them. That's what I want for them. I want nothing more than that. I want them to feel that they deserve, they're worthy, they're good enough, they're so comfortable in the skin, they're so comfortable with who they are. That's all I want for them. And why do I want that? And that's what I want for you too. But why do I want that for them? Because when I was growing up, I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel that I was deserving. I didn't feel that I was worthy. I didn't feel that I was good enough. I even thought I was dumb. 
And I've shared that before. But that was my perception, right? These, these are perceptions. This is how we interpret things. I wanted to be the number one tennis player in the world. I wanted to be the best, right? I had the ability. I knew I had the ability to do it. My mum kept saying, you have so much potential. My coach said, you have so much potential. Everyone said, you have so much potential. But I had all these feelings, especially as I was getting older, I was having all these feelings of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not deserving, I'm dumb. And that was because of the perceptions that I had. It was what I believed, what I was going through, right, growing up. This is what I believed. In my mind, I had this perception you may relate to this. In my mind, I had this perception that my mum had this bar, right, this big bar that she had set for me, like this this level, right, this standard. And in my mind, that bar was set so high that I could never achieve it, never achieve it. And Why? Why couldn't I achieve that? Because in my mind, I felt that I could never do that. So that bar that was set, right, in my mind, and as I got older, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, up until the age of 35, everything just got harder, right? Everything got harder. Tennis, which I lived and breathed, got harder, especially between the ages of 16 and 20. School, well, I didn't like school anyway, but there was just more work to do. There were boys hanging around, you know, and I didn't know how to deal with relationships with boys and stuff. And, and I was incredibly frustrated, and I always felt that there was something holding me back, right? And I, I couldn't express my emotions. I was too frightened of showing emotions, and I just couldn't show anyone how, how I'd feel. So I never talked about it. I found it really difficult to talk about it. So I'd bottle up my emotions growing up. So my, my family laugh about it and, and, and even to this day call me a moody, that I was a moody teenager. And I actually wasn't a moody teenager. I just didn't know how to express myself. I didn't know how to express my emotions. I didn't know how to show my emotions. I couldn't let anyone know how I felt because I didn't know how to express myself. And then so much so, you know, and there was boys that came along, you know, 16, 17, and they were lovely guys, lovely guys, and I pushed them away because I, I didn't think I was worthy. I didn't think that I was worthy of being loved. I didn't think I was worthy of being liked. I didn't think I was good enough, right? So I pushed them away. So as tennis progressed, as I progressed through tennis, wanting to be the, you know, the professional tennis player I wanted to be, wanting to be the professional athlete I wanted to be, I got worse in performance. I worked harder and harder and harder, and I just worked hard, as hard as I could. But I would perform bad. So, okay, well, I'll go and train harder. And I'd perform bad. Okay, that's okay, I'll go and train harder. And why? 
why would I perform bad? Because during performance when I was competing in competitions, in tournaments, I didn't think I deserved to win. I didn't think I was good enough to win. And I remember playing this one particular game and it stands out incredibly and I talk about it in a lot of detail in in my upcoming book. And I talked about when I was 19 and I played the worst game of tennis that I believe that I had ever played in my life. That's what it felt like at the time. And I was playing this tournament and I was... I was just not there. I was worried about what other people thought of me. I didn't think I was good enough. I was playing in this academy. I was with this academy in training. I'd finished school. I was at this academy up in Brisbane. We were training all the time. And I had to play this really good Aussie player that that had a ranking. And I got absolutely smashed. Absolutely smashed. And I had all these emotions. They just kept coming up. Oh, you know, I'm not good enough. You know, I look like an idiot. I'm embarrassing myself. I lost devastatingly, right? Six love, six love. Absolutely got hammered. Ran behind the clubhouse, bawled my eyes out. I was 19. But why why was I going through all of this? Because I want you to be thinking about yourself. Why was I going through all of this then? Because somewhere along the line, when I was a kid under the age of seven, seven or under, I made a decision of what I observed in that time between the ages of zero and seven years old. And my assumptions, my perceptions was that I wasn't good enough and I didn't deserve it. I've spoken, you've probably heard about me building belief in you, an episode that I recorded recently. I was talking about what Dr. Bruce Lipton was talking about, the biology of belief. We are sponges from the age of zero to seven. So our subconscious mind is in is in um, a, a, a hypnotic state, so to speak, but we're in observation mode. That's why they say about the kids, kids are like sponges. We absorb everything. So when I look back and I go, okay, what are, what, are, what are some reasons that I didn't think I was good enough or I didn't deserve it? My dad's mum. Right, we never had a great relationship with my dad's mum. She grew up during World War II, born in Poland, grew up in Poland. There's a lot of stuff that go, went on there. We don't know the detail, but she came out to Australia with my dad when he was little Um my mum and my my dad's mum didn't get along. She didn't like my mum for whatever reason. I don't know. Dad had a tough time with her growing up. There's a lot of things going on there. But my grandmother didn't accept us. We she only had two grandchildren, myself and my sister. That could have been a reason. I could have like, oh well, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough for my grandmother. Right? I, I'm not worthy of my grandmother's love. And my other grandmother, my mum's mum, who we had a wonderful relationship with, but she would say to my mum growing up, and I probably picked that up along the way, observed it, and she would say to my mum, Judith, that's not the, for the likes of us. Well, what does that mean? That what, what, we're not good enough? That we don't deserve it? Possibly I absorbed that. She may have brought that up when I was a kid. 
Then my sister came along. So there's 22 months difference between my sister. I'm the elder sister. Most likely at that time, because my sister came along, my mum had to give her more attention. Mum doesn't love me. She loves my sister more. These are assumptions that we make as kids. Not good enough. Not deserving enough. My mum doesn't love me. What do I need to do so that my mum will love me, right? These are perceptions and observations that we make as kids. We, when we're kids, we don't understand all that. We just observe and absorb. I'm not blaming any of my family for anything. I'm just making an observation. These are some possibilities that could have happened as I was growing up that I made a decision of all of everything, all the information that as I was absorbing as a kid, of, oh, I'm not good enough and I don't deserve it because of what I was witnessing. So why is this important? Why is this important? It's important to know what drives you. It's important to know why you want what you want. Because if I look at between the ages of 30, 20 to 33 especially, or tw- actually it's really 20 to 36, I attracted the wrong men in my life controlling treated me like absolute crap and I allowed it why because I kept beating myself up about being a failure because I didn't achieve my tennis dream because I knew that I wasn't good enough inside right that's what I felt I didn't feel like I deserved anything so in that time in that time though even though that was my deep-seated belief right what I learned growing up In that time, I kept trying to prove that I was good enough. That's why I kept pushing harder and harder, but I'd always fall short. I'd always get to a a point, and you may be feeling this too, always get to a, I'd always say, I can always get to a certain level and that's it. I just can't break through. I remember myself saying that. I've, I've said it recently, like 12 months ago. I went, I seem to get to a certain level and I can't push through no longer, right? But at that time, that's, that's what I would say. And so when I felt like I kept pushing harder and harder and always fall short, it's would say, see, Tiff, see, told you you're not good enough. So like I said, I always felt like there was a barrier. Could only get to a certain point and then I felt like I couldn't break through. It was just a wall. I'd hit a wall, but I couldn't. And you know why? Because deep down, deep down, I didn't believe in me. Deep down, I didn't believe that I was good enough. Oh, you know, everyone says, Tiff, Tiff, you work so hard. Tiff has so much potential. Tiff this, Tiff that. Great. But I was always working to prove. Always working to prove what? Always working to prove that I was good enough. Always working to prove that I was worthy. Because I always thought it was for my mum. I always thought that I had to prove to my mum that I was good enough. I always had to prove to my mum that I was worthy because I felt like this bar. Remember, I was talking about this bar that she'd set. But I realized that my mum, my mum loves me no matter what. But my perception when I was growing up thought that my my perception, right, my, what I thought was that I had to prove that I was good enough and that she would love me. Because growing up, I never felt loved. But it was a perception. 
all the information that I gathered as a kid was that's what I interpreted it to be. So you may be finding that you're not performing in your sport and you may be finding that you're not where you really want to be and there's going to be reasons or a combination of reasons, deep-seated reasons why you're being held back from really getting through to where you want to go. And a lot of the time what drives us for what Tony Robbins calls about the, the, the six human needs. And if you don't know what the six human needs are, there's certainty, variety, love and connection, that's one, significance, growth and, and contribution. So being a sports person, like when I was growing up, being a sports person was for significance, showing that I was the best, showing that I was worthy, I was deserving to prove I was good enough. Why? So that I would be loved. It was all about love and connection. It was all about significance. How I could be loved. How I could feel significant. Because that's what was driving me. Now it's growth and contribution. Right? The more I grow and develop, I understand how human oper- you know, how humans operate, especially for my passion in sport. I love sport. I love the mindset around sport. And sport and business is exactly the same. It's just a different industry. But if I can understand everything about how we as humans operate, then I can help you. I can contribute. I can make a difference to you. I can help you get to where you want to go. I can help help identify what drives you. So that you're achieving what you want to achieve. So that you're feeling comfortable in your own skin. So you're feeling comfortable with who you are and you want to achieve what you want to achieve for you. Not to say that you feel loved. Not so that you feel good enough. Not so that you feel that you're worthy or deserving. To show yourself that you can do it. Why not? Because you can if you want it. Whew, that's a bit of a, a bit of an intense one today, but I really felt like it was something that I had to share with you today because we have to understand how we're operating. Because if we've got something that's holding us back, and there will be things that'll come up that'll hold us back, we'll get to certain levels and we feel like that we will struggle and not get through them. We want to identify what's going on and then how we can fix that. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. If you um, have 30 seconds to spare, I'd really appreciate if you could leave a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes. I'd really appreciate that. And if you have uh, got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd love it too if you could share with your friends these episodes because we want to build the Reach Your Potential with Tiff community as big as we possibly can and I want you to dream big believe in you and go after your dreams have an awesome day take care talk soon bye-bye yeah.